Hi there and welcome to episode 219 of the Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of the Writing Guy, helping smart professionals to find their voice, write human and get the results they want from the words that they write. Yesterday, yesterday was a brilliant day actually. Um, I was invited to speak. I spoke at the National Conference of a long-standing client of mine, um, a lovely organisation called ERA, Expense Reduction Analysts. Um, And as the name suggests, they go into companies and they help those companies uh, reduce their their non-core indirect costs. And they're very, very good at what they do. And uh, I've been in the past, I've been the keynote speaker. Yesterday, I was meant to deliver a sort of a mini workshop to a breakout group. Um, So it would only have been probably, I don't know, 20, 30 people. But um, the other breakout group person, um, uh, who was going to do the second breakout, uh, was taken ill, I believe, with COVID or a relative of his had COVID. And therefore, um, my my speaking slot was to the whole group rather than just to a smaller breakout group. So I spoke um, yesterday late morning to about 60 people, and um, which scared me at first. I mean, you know, I'm used, I'm used to speaking to large groups, but this was slightly different. This was to do with... Um, They'd asked me to do a, a, an audit of their uh, marketing and sales communications. And there was, I only had a 45 minute slot and there was so much I could say and wanted to say and so much value that I wanted to, to give them that I started getting really nervous about it. And also I'd kind of run out of time. I'd, I'd under-egged, if you like, the, uh, the amount of time for rehearsing and, and uh, practicing my talk. And so as the morning wore on, I got more and more anxious. And I'm not quite sure what this has to do with writing, but I don't think that really matters because what I'm going to share with you is something that uh, could help you in, in all sorts of areas of life. Um, so as the morning wore on, I, I got progressively nervous and fearful and anxious. I could feel my whole kind of body tensing up. And... Um, as luck would have it, I had a break of about half an hour between the end of one session and the beginning of, of my slot. And this was in the, the beautiful Belfry Hotel in Sutton Coldfield in North Birmingham, a very beautiful venue. So I took myself off to, to a quiet area of the lobby and I just sat down and I took a series of really deep breaths, you know, in without forcing it, but really deep breath right into my belly, held it there for three to five seconds and then released it very slowly. And when I got to the end of the exhalation, uh, just held the, 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 the sort of the empty lung state, if you like, for three to five seconds and then, and then repeated that a number of times, probably about 10 times. And I could feel... I could feel the, um, I think they, they call it um, skin conductance, which is basically the, the chemical mix on the surface of your, of your hands, of your skin, on the surface of your skin. I could feel 
and I feel this regularly whenever I meditate. I could feel my skin, my skin chemistry changing in a good way as, as a sign of me relaxing. And I got to a state where I realized I had a choice. I could play on the fear and the anxiety and give that oxygen and amplify it. Uh, or else I could choose excitement because in a way fear and excitement come from the same sort of neurochemicals or certainly similar neurochemicals which is essentially adrenaline so i had adrenaline coursing through my through my body but reaching that state of relaxation allowed me to step back from the state i was in and choose a state that served me better and literally in a heartbeat I switched uh, my mental and emotional state from fear, uh, which was the sort of the, uh, the I think the, 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 the vagal nerve sort of re reflex of fight, flight or fright. I switched that in a heartbeat to excitement and everything changed. Um, I could feel myself, even though I was, that, I was still sort of adrenalized, I could feel myself much more in control and actually looking forward to delivering the talk rather than fearing it and embracing it rather than resisting it. And I literally bounced down the stairs into the room and I, I was just, I felt like a different person. And um, judging by the feedback I got, um, you know, the, the talk went down extremely well, which I was delighted with. And, and I, I gave as much value as I could in the 45 minutes. And uh, people very kindly came up to me afterwards and said it was a great talk. And they, they, this client is such a lovely, friendly group of people. Uh, and it was, I stayed, I spent the whole day there and it was a really special day. But I'm just, um, I'm sharing that with you because even though it has ostensibly little or nothing to do with writing, um, you know, I, I could argue the case that a lot, you know, good writing is to do with having the right mindset. And that if you're fearful of writing in some way, you lack confidence, then I would advise you to, to take some deep breaths and change your state and embrace what you're doing and think about the reader rather than, and, and what the reader needs, what's critical to them to learn and understand rather than what you might be fearful of. Uh, so that's um, uh, that. That's my kind of insight for today. And um, just to close with something that I came across uh, earlier today, which was really interesting. Oh, I thought it was interesting as well. It was a tweet from somebody called Susie Dent. And um, she does a word of the day. In fact, she's got a book out at the moment called Word Perfect. I mean, she's a complete language freak, as I am. And the word of the day is I-servant. So E-Y-E-Y-E hyphen servant. Uh, theoretically from the 16th century. And the definition is one who only works properly or follows the rules when they are being observed. Which made me, made me laugh because somebody had taken that and accompanied it on Twitter uh, with a picture of Boris Johnson doing a, a, a photo shoot. Uh, a photo opportunity outside number 10 with um, some lady from, from a small business organisation. Uh, but as soon as the photographers had left, he basically buggered off and she was left literally 
<laughs> kind of standing like a like a like a, a spare wheel outside number ten. So yes, eye servant. Uh, we could argue that Bojo is a bit of an eye servant, one who only works properly or follows the rules when they're being observed, monitored or scrutinised. So there you go. I'm going to leave it there for now. Uh, I hope that was of interest. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow for episode um, 220. Thanks very much. Bye now.